for a moment. This episode is a true crime episode and it may not be suitable for all listeners, so please proceed at your own risk. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, hello, hello. This is Melodic and I'm coming to you with yet another episode of Soapbox Off. The podcast comes with hard-hitting topics that are jaw-dropping, thought-provoking, thought-challenging. So come with your emotions on neutral and your critical thinking on high. Now, with that being said, I have a confession to make. I am a true crime fan. Yes, I'm a true crime fan. And the podcasts that I like the most right now are Morbid Podcast and The Wine and Crime Gals from Minnesota, don't you know? Yeah, so I thought with everything that I want to talk about, I still want to have a little bit of fun. So why not give maybe a True Crime Tuesday every once in a while, give you a little bit of my fun time, explore some of, you know, my reactions to some of the true crime episodes that I've heard or the the stories that I've heard. So yeah, this is exciting. And if you want this to happen more frequently, the best way for me to find out is based off of you listeners. So make sure that you like, subscribe, follow from any of your podcast providers. Let me know. Lend me your ears. But remember, I'm a little bitty podcast baby and I got a lot of growing to do. So bear with me. So... Without further ado, we are going to start right now. All right, so tonight for True Crime Tuesday, we have a treat because not only am I going to go over this episode, well, over this story, I want to go over it with someone. So I decided why not pull one of a, well, one of my dear friends, DJ Squid, and he has so many things for himself going on, um, but I'll let him speak on it. So, DJ, go ahead and give the people a little bit of background on what you do. Hello, everybody. I'm DJ Squid, and I am a DJ. For those of you who think I'm not or have some doubts, I DJ currently on YouTube because that's pretty much the only place you can do it currently. <laughs> um, you can find me at YouTube, youtube.com backslash DJ Squid, S-Q-W-I-D. And I usually go once a week, usually on Fridays, about 6 o'clock Pacific, sp- excuse me, Pacific Standard Time. <laughs> <laughs> Have my it's okay, hey, Squid. It's okay. Have, have my hey time moment. <laughs> That's all right. It's okay. No, hey, no judgment. Because yeah. Lord knows, I fumble enough. <laughs> fumble enough for the both of us. <laughs> I think I've been watching too much of Tahir, and uh, it's getting to me. DJ Squid, Mr. Squidward. That <laughs> none of y'all call him Squidward except me. Okay. <laughs> but I have a true crime kind of like thing. I, it's a it's a little thing of mine. So I wanted to go over a true crime story with someone so that I could get a reaction. And I thought, why not find someone that you know may not hear anything about it or may not really listen to them that often? So I'm hoping you don't know about this story. 
story. Uh, Gypsy Rose and Dee Dee Blanchard. Have you heard about that? No, I haven't. Yes, <laughs> I am awesome. So let me go ahead and just like get you prepared because this is this is the whole thing, okay? <laughs> okay, so this whole situation about Gypsy Rose. Uh, one way that I caught wind of it was watching it on the act. It was like a lifetime show, and it came across like a series, just like the R. Kelly thing went. You know, with the series, just one series, but a whole bunch of episodes in it. This was the same way. So that's how I caught wind of it and did my research. I decided, why not go over this? This is my first True Crime Tuesday story. Let's get into it. Background, I got a little bit of it from biography.com. And I got a little bit of help from WebMD, which you'll understand as we go further into it. But... The background is Gypsy Rose is a girl attached to the hip with her mother, um, Dee Dee Blanchard, claiming, uh, well, her mother was claiming so many different health issues uh, that was happening for Gypsy. So many health issues that Gypsy was given heavy diagnosis with a lot of medical interventions. And I'm talking about out the gate. Like Gypsy was born in 1991. And as a baby, her mother was already saying, oh, she's suffering from sleep apnea. So after that, another excerpt was at the age of eight years old, her mom found a way to stay. um, Well, her mom had found a way to say that she was dealing with leukemia and muscular dystrophy. And this is eight years old. So I don't know how her mom did it, but the way she must have conveyed it to the people, they decided to go ahead and give Gypsy a wheelchair and install a feeding tube on her. Say what? At the age of eight years old, mm. her mom manipulated somehow <laughs> and got them to put a feeding tube and put this girl in a wheelchair. I don't know how this was possible. Mind you, again, let me back up because he not not saying not trying to make it significant. I'm not trying to knock anybody that live in Louisiana. I love people in Louisiana. They lived in Louisiana. Okay. They the origin is Louisiana. But I don't know how she did it. I don't know who she talked to, but she managed to basically say her eight-year-old daughter had leukemia and muscular dystrophy. She, I guess she fluffed it up enough to where they said, okay, give her a wheelchair and a feeding tube. Now, in the movie, before you, uh, I'm sorry, but, but before in the movie, you'll see that the feeding tube was like somewhere on her stomach. Hmm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so... Over time, Gypsy continued to get uh, illnesses just piled on her by her mother with all these different claims like seizures, asthma, hearing issues, visual disabilities. Like the list goes on. The mom is just like spouting off all these different things that Gypsy is quote unquote suffering from. Okay. Mm -hmm. This caused Gypsy also to get fed plenty of meds and undergo a plethora of surgeries, even had to be put on a sleep machine. I think like one of the operations was like removal of salivary glands. Um, they performed procedures on her eyes. Gypsy's teeth had even rotten down from all the medication that she was taking to eventually where her mom had her teeth pulled out. What the heck? Yeah. Straight up taken out. Gums. Mm. Bumping them. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, her mom was also claiming that she had cancer and stuff, so she was like shaving her head and all of that. It was a whole thing. Oh. 
the whole thing. Whole thing. Okay. That, just, that ain't no mama. The mama was adamant about these things. Okay. This is crazy. But <laughs> but listen, they say okay. So the thing is, is that none of these things are real, though. Gypsy wasn't suffering from any of the things that her mom was claiming. So it's like a, what is it, Munchausen syndrome? I'm glad you say that. Yeah, that's exactly what they say. The experts say from what I read on the background history, the biography.com, it said that experts say that the, the mother potentially was suffering from Munchausen syndrome, mm. but it was Munchausen syndrome by proxy. There's a difference. Mm. The Munchausen syndrome is like when you're saying it on yourself. Like, I know something's wrong with her. I know, I know something's mm-hmm. wrong with me. But the by proxy is where you as the caregiver are doing that to another person so that you get accolades and attention as the caregiver, almost kind of like a hero syndrome. Yeah, I got you. So it's kind of like, shout out to Eminem for teaching me about this. It's kind of like his story. His mama pushed something on him and he didn't have anything. So Yeah, okay. Mm. So, oh yeah, did you say that? Did you say anything about your um your podcast? Oh. Or did I end up going too deep in? Well, you, you know, you, you dove in, but uh, yeah, I got a, <laughs> I have a podcast too. It's called Hey Yo, I got something to say. You can find me on uh, Anchor, Google Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, anywhere podcasts are made, you'll find me. Okay. So, sorry. Yeah. So, it's kind of funny that you even brought that up because I just thought about that. Of course, you know about the artists that possibly relate to what is going on with this true crime stuff. You can find something. Okay. But, yeah. So, the by proxy is, I'll go deeper into it, based off of WebMD. The sickness is a psychological disorder marked by attention seeking behavior. And it's by the caregiver. They say that most times it's a mother-to-child situation. In my personal opinion, I feel like it could be that. It could also be almost like a nurse with like elderly people. I feel like any person that ends up having to care for someone that can do little for themselves or can control little for themselves, that's a potential situation where a person with this rare psychological disorder can rise to the occasion, if you, if, so to speak. So there is a syndrome itself when you're placing all of this on yourself, which that's the uh, Munchausen uh, syndrome itself. But the proxy is that you are emitting your thoughts of illness on someone else to be uh, the caretaker so you could obtain the levels of attention and sympathy from others. So this person with MSP, that's the acronym, gains attention by seeking medical assistance for exaggerated and even made up symptoms of a person in their care. Healthcare providers work to identify what's causing the symptoms, but the deliberate actions taken by the MSP person or the caretaker, they make symptoms appear worse than they really are if there are any at all. So that's kind of what Dee Dee was doing. Mm -hmm. Well, it's not kind of, it was definitely, she was definitely doing it. (laughs) Probably got a picture in right next to the definition. I mean, she she was whew, she did a lot. Like she was doing enough where she was getting money, she was getting donations, 
she was living it up off of this stuff. You hear me? She was getting accolades, being such a devoted mother as people believed her to be. She even etched out the father somehow after telling him that Gypsy, the daughter, suffered from chromosomal disorder, resulting in a whole bunch of health problems. And even he, he had praised her for all the devoted actions she did in putting her all into caring for Gypsy. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so I don't know how she again I don't know how she did this it's beyond me <laughs> could have used this talent for something else write a book <laughs> listen <laughs> and it wasn't it wasn't until someone in the neighborhood in Louisiana noticed that Gypsy didn't need a wheelchair mm-hmm. that Dee Dee decided you know it's time to move from Louisiana so she knew the block was getting high, yeah, yeah. basically. The fans was on her. Turned out it was right. a neighbor. <laughs> so she moves from Louisiana to Missouri. Now, here's what's messed up about this part, the whole transitioning from Louisiana to Missouri. She used Hurricane Katrina to be the excuse as to why she couldn't provide Gypsy's medical records. She used it to get assistance for relocating from Louisiana to Missouri. Wow. To keep like this. <laughs> yes. She did everything in her power to keep the status quo of this devoted mother to her sick, ill daughter. And they and even when moving to Missouri, they were still going to a whole heap of appointments. Mm. Sound like a super villain. This lady is complete trash. <laughs> Basura. Mm-hmm. Yes. She did it. She she said, can't come up with the medical files. I need assistance. She squeezed Hurricane Katrina for all it was worth. You hear me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, mind you, again. Gypsy, let's let's take a mental note. Gypsy was born in 1991, right? Mm-hmm. And this was in 2005. So, what do you think Gypsy's age was? If you could like oh, think real quick. Oh no! Don't tell me that she. Oh, nah. Mm-mm. She's supposed to be 14. What's going on? <laughs> what's going on? Well, what's coming to your mind? She'd have made her like 10 or nine. She lied about Gypsy's age. Yes. Gypsy, in 2008, matter of fact, 2008, you will find that she would, now this is where she would be 18 years old, Dee started lying about her daughter's age, altering the dates on her birth certificate to make her seem younger. She done hit her with the reverse Benjamin Button? Are y'all serious? Baby. (laughs) At this point, if you have the ability, if you follow me on my Instagram, you'll see the photo of Gypsy Rose with her mother. And this is not some, like, young baby photo. This is Gypsy. This is Gypsy Rose probably in her teenage years beside her mother. And you'll see exactly how far gone she really was with portraying how Gypsy was very young. Um, The Instagram is Soapbox Off, by the way, just like the podcast. Feel free to look it up. (laughs) But her, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what happened. 
That's what happened. Yeah, that's what happened. Man, this is crazy. Not only that, but she was telling people that Gypsy had the mental age of a seven-year-old. But then she also wouldn't let her go to school. Come on, man. You can't you can't do that. She So this <laughs> So So pretty much I mean this is so not this is so not funny. Full disclaimer. I am not laughing at the story. I'm laughing at the reaction because I did not tell Squid what the story was going to be in preparation at all. So everything that you are getting right now is pure D reaction and I'm loving it because I know the story and he doesn't. So just putting that out there in advance. Okay? This lady is a trip. Yeah. Yeah. Shocking. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, and she was getting, she was getting so much as at one point I want to say, and you'll see this in the act where, and it starts and I want to say it actually starts that way where you'll see her get this house from the Habitat of Humanity and it's a pink house. It was painted and all this stuff. This stuff is donated. Like this is paid off. Like she's not paying for none of this stuff. And it's all because of this running storyline of this devoted mother to her sick, sick, super sick, ill child that she devotes all of her time and care to. Mm, mm, mm. She being taken care of and uh, I'm just mm-hmm. off for words. Mm-hmm. Now, with all that being said, everything that Didi was doing to Gypsy, all of that, like all of this stuff that's going on behind the scenes, it really didn't get discovered until the actual turn that went super dark, which is the death of Didi, the mother. And how did it happen? Well, Gypsy in 2015, which that makes her 24. Mm-hmm. She had an online boyfriend that she was able to, you know, talk into or, you know, discuss and to the point where it was an actual full out blueprint plan to kill her mother. But before we get into that, before we get into that, we definitely need to like back up and say, how did Gypsy get into this breaking point? Okay. Mm hmm. So Gypsy kind of was getting a, a feel for what her life could be as she's getting older. Pretty much what happens is, is that she goes into some Comic-Con because people, well, it's a Comic-Con kind of situation. It was like a science convention. Uh, science convention. And it comes off kind of like a Comic-Con because they dress up, you know? Mm-hmm. And so she's there, and somehow she catches the eye of this older guy. Now, how she catches this the eyes of an older guy, I don't know, because if you ask me, a girl that is dressed more like a princess and is supposed to come off looking like the age of a seven-year-old, <laughs> that's beyond me. I ain't going to say nothing. That's not my business. However, at the same time, I don't know. Maybe when her mom wasn't looking, she decided, okay, let me up it up a notch, take off a little, show a little shoulder, take it right back. I don't know. <laughs> like, you know, catch a slipping. Yeah, like maybe I can catch a slipping and, you know, give me a little man candy for a quick second. I don't know. But um, 
somehow she catches his eye and she's trying to date him but mom blows up her spot now how the mom uh, for you people that don't know blow up her spot all of you outside millennials or whoever maybe if you don't know no offense mom if you don't know what this means (laughs) ma if you're listening (laughs) blew up her spot means exposing her like just being a what they say a blocker I don't want to say the c word because you know I don't know if there are younger ages listening yeah hopefully not but uh (laughs) but yeah so her mom came in out of nowhere and said that Gypsy was a minor however Gypsy's 19 if not 20 years old by the time this happened this was 2011 Maybe she knew her age. (laughs) Okay, so in the act, I I have to keep referencing the act because, again, this is how I discovered it. Now, in the act, they made it portray that she slowly was discovering what was really going on, which also included her finding out her age, like she was being lied to about her age. (laughs) So she's slowly discovering her mom, like slowly finding her mom out. Now, if this happened before or after, I want to say that it, I think they're kind of saying that it was beforehand. That's just me. But there are, again, there are so many different shows that cover this. Killer Couples did. Oxygen did. Lifetime did. I'm pretty sure you could almost get a full-out interview from Gypsy wherever you go about this. But yes, Gypsy was definitely 19 or 20 years old. Mom said that the girl was a minor, completely blew up her spot. It was a lie. I'm pretty sure that at this point, Gypsy is like, this chick is really killing my vibe. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) So at this point, now later on, she meets Nicholas. Now she meets Nicholas, but it's a couple of years in the online dating phase that they're talking and from my understanding from what I read it was a lot of violence sexual correspondence kind of conversations between them over two years <laughs> so this is the male attention that she is now getting and as this is happening she is spilling all the tea about her mom to Nick getting them all to everything yeah yeah, I cannot pronounce his last name. I think it's Gold John or Goda John, but it's Nicholas, Nicholas Gold, Goda John. But yeah, so he he was definitely a whole thing. Um, and at this point, as she's telling all this stuff, making their relationship so high key like strong because of them being online they finally meet at some movie place but I think it was kind of like in secret and again mom I think mom just messes it up yet again and this is where it's kind of finally just like okay I am done (laughs) chick got to go so they start conspiring on how to kill the mom they thought of poisoning they thought of make i guess making it look like suicide they thought of everything up until the point where they finally came up to stabbing and i think nick said i want to say in the um killer couples i think that he pretty much says that it would be the best way to kill her because she would bleed out faster and they just thought it would be a quick easy death for her
Hey, before we get started, I know you have heard a lot about voting and I know you heard plenty in my episode one about voting, but I did want to let you know everything that you need to know in regards to voting, especially when in preparation for voting is in vote.org. It's all the voting questions and concerns answered in one website it has election protection hotline if you feel like your voting rights are being compromised COVID info a literal timer set down to the date of november 3rd which we know is an important date the early voting locations if it's still available in your location you can find your locating drop boxes setting reminders everything go there and check it out And if you're too young to vote, it's still vital and still so helpful for you because you can still pledge to register and you can find polling place locators. And if you are of age, you can become a poll worker and help other people vote, which that's a paid gig, by the way. Filing for the 2020 census. I know you're skeptical about it, but do your research. It doesn't ask about your immigration status and it really helps pinpoint how much money can we allocate to necessities based on the number of people in each area. So don't hesitate. Do your research. Study to show yourself approved and get all that you need and more at vote.org. Now, he said that in in the show, and I'm going to uh, quote a little bit more from Oxygen, that was silent, he said, of a stabbing murder. And I told her that you don't want to alert your neighbors or anything else like that. So that might be the way we have to be about it. So really, in my eyes, the way I see it, I see it as basically a conjoined decision. It's really both of our decisions to use a knife. So this dude, oh, mind you, Nick's supposed to be suffering from autism. Mm-hmm. But he's talking like, yes, even in in killer couples, he's also saying stuff like, okay, understand that if we make this decision, you can't go back once we go further. Like he's so he's he's very much aware. Mm -hmm. Okay. Hmm. Now, mind you, I also feel that people shouldn't just underestimate people that could be autistic because some of them are very, very smart. It's just a matter of understanding their learning capabilities or their learning abilities. But yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the story is starting to be bananas. So, Gold, I'm going to just say Gold. Gold tells the producers of The Killer Couples when he attacked DD, his rage came out like a dark part of him didn't any time making an example out of someone. So, he got on top of her, which woke her up. And oh, then wow. DD. <laughs> Didi ends up asking, well, he said that Didi started asking him, who are you? And his response was, I'm your effing nightmare. (laughs) Wow. Then he proceeds to stab her 17 times in the back. 17 times? 17 times and injured her so bad, he almost decapitated her, according to Douglas. I guess he must be one of the producers. Mm. He's, and Gold says, I went as far as I could into her. And not meaning to, I ended up puncturing some very vital body parts. So he says. Mm. Well, while he is stabbing her all these 17 times, you know that Gypsy is not far. But Gypsy is not in, anywhere near it, even though she helped plan it. Gypsy is in the bathroom with her ears covered. Oh, it's kind of like a plan. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> 
You can't really? say I knew. This all on you. I don't know why, but Gypsy decides to post on their, and when I say there, I'm talking about her and her mother's Facebook page. The B is dead. The er is dead. Mm. Dry snitching. Now, last time I checked, guess what? Mm. That post is still on the page. Really? Yes, it's still on Facebook. Mm. And it's, I mean, it's a, it's a memorial page now, but still, that's the very last post that you see on the page. And you'll see like all these different comments from five years ago where people are just clamoring about it. Like, is this real? I hope she's okay. I was just like, whoa, that is so real to just be looking at the real comments in real time, mm-hmm. what it is. And yeah. Didn't nobody do like a welfare, welfare check or nothing? I, I'm assuming that's what she did it for. That's what biography says. Biography, mm-hmm. Biography.com says that she did this so that her mother's body would be discovered. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if she thought that all the way through because if you also go to the movie, that's also how it ends up, you know, starting a domino effect in trying to find Gypsy and the boyfriend. Okay. They start to put together the clues. Yes. So over time, over time, as this all happens, he uh, now... Finally, once they get discovered, he's talking to police. He's saying, you know, if I didn't meet her, I would have never done this. Uh, Gypsy also is, you know, feeling like she she kind of like tried to put some blame on him until finally she did go ahead and plead guilty. But that was under a plea deal. Mm. So in her plea deal in 2016... She gets 10 years in prison, eligible for parole in 2024 for second degree murder. Wait, that's four years from now. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Mind you, Nick, Nick, he, I want to say his, uh, his case was a little earlier and he got first degree murder and he was sentenced to life in prison. His situation with autism was not buying him any mercy oh, from wow. anybody. No. Now, mind you, I keep saying mind you, but the thing is, is that Gypsy also explains that her mother, again, you have to go back to the fact that Dee Dee was doing a lot of stuff to Gypsy. Mm-hmm. Dee Dee claimed she had cancer when in reality that wasn't true. She was just shaving her head, keeping the status quo of her looking bald due to radiation. Uh, like all of that stuff and then Gypsy also explains in some of her interviews how her mother kind of abused her I want to say emotionally and physically so there were times that if she made her mother mad her mother would even deny her food Hmm. so so you know I feel that after waging it so much they kind of was just like well you know let's give her a little bit of a break because she was doing this to escape where Nick is just straight up first degree, which is, which is, I looked, I did some digging and I found out that he actually has a supporter group on Facebook, like 2,300 people supporting Nick 
Um, I guess I think it was kind of like free Nick, go John, go John. <laughs> well, you yep. know, we'll just hey, hey Tom. I don't. We don't know the last name. Yeah, so don't judge Tom, for it. We, yeah, <laughs> just just run it, run it, run it by me after math. You know, we'll we'll discuss it later. It's fine. <laughs> but yeah, so that's truly the end of my case. I'm going to say this. <laughs> this is wild. They need to make a couple movies about this. And uh, I'm talking about, you know, you can change the people. Make it... oh, man, I am. But, but they did. That's what I'm saying. This has been such a popular case that it has been on Lifetime. It's been on Oxygen. I would be shocked that if it wasn't um, shown on ID, which, you know, they are all about crimes and criminal investigations and stuff like that. So I'd be so shocked if it wasn't on there. This is crazy. And he was 26 at the time. And I think that they were only like maybe four or five years apart. Mm-hmm. At the and I think Dee Dee died at forty eight. And Dee Dee was diabolical. Yep. Dee Dee was diabolical, but she didn't know that she had instilled some stuff in Gypsy. I didn't know that she. And when you listen to Gypsy in her interviews, her voice. Now, I don't know if she's kind of grown out of that yet, but you can tell that she had been trained to just kind of always have this baby-ish uh, voice. Mm-hmm. Mickey Mouse syndrome. Did you really say Mickey Mouse syndrome? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I was just trying to say that baby girl just really got some, some you know, hidden stuff that's kind of stuck mm. because... You know, to be trained to have a seven-year-old's mental capacity to think, which it's not that it's not that they can't think, but to kind of like confine someone to that level, like a limit mm-hmm. for so long, man. And I'm um, supposed to be all like 24, 20, 24 years old, mm-hmm. and I'm supposed to still have the mental process of a seven-year-old and she did a number she worked her over yes she did but gypsy got the last laugh unfortunately in the worst way but gypsy actually has confessed that she actually is not happy about her mother being dead which that goes back to me saying what i said when uh she was in the bathroom covering her ears Mm -hmm. i don't think that she was really ready for that but she just felt like that was the only way that she could get out of that kind of lifestyle, mm-hmm. that living situation. As a matter of fact, in most reports that you hear about her in, in the aftermath of it all, she actually enjoys her time in jail. She feels like it's better than what her living situation was with her mother. Mm. She's probably learning a whole lot of stuff, too. Yeah, I mean... Because, you know, in, in in some facilities, I don't know, uh, I forgot which place she would probably be based in, but I mean, hey, they have libraries and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, some inmates even end up educating themselves to become their own defendants yeah. in court. So, that and she has structure, you know? Mm-hmm. So, not saying that all. Well, uh, that's a whole another episode. She's probably huh? finding it more freedom in prison, if that even makes any kind of sense. But, 
that and she's not being forced to eat through a feeding tube in her yeah. stomach when she has the ability to eat. Man, can you imagine when she first had a meal? Enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. Enjoyed it. In ways, you know, I feel sorry for her, but she didn't push it to the extreme. So. That's what I said. <laughs> I felt so conflicted because I'm like, dang, you arranged a whole hit out on your mom. At the same time, I'm like, dang, your mom did what now? Mm -hmm. It's just, it's it's a really just conflicting type of story to listen to because it's almost like you really have to question what is up, (laughs) what is down, Mm -hmm. what is right and what is wrong in this situation. But yeah, this so it's crazy. How'd you like it? I liked it. <laughs> I, I really did. Um, <laughs> it's wild. Uh, yeah. I'm a, uh, uh, hmm. See, well, I I knew, I knew. See, it's something about these true crimes. Stories that just be like, wow, y'all. So... Yeah, that's that's all you can say is wow. <laughs> well, again, when it comes to seeing these photos, it's not a lot. I didn't put a lot because I didn't want to make it really heavy, but I did put photos where you can see Gypsy Rose and her mother. What Gypsy Rose looks like now, which she's a very beautiful girl. Like, actually, in my personal opinion, for her to go through all that she went through, she's in prison and she looks actually pretty pleasant, like pretty cute. <laughs> I was shocked, whereas Nick now, Nick looks a little on the rough side, but that was his mugshot. (laughs) (laughs) That was his mugshot. I will say that was his mugshot. Her mugshot, she wasn't too far from him because, remember, her hair had been cut for so long. So she ended up, yeah, her mugshot was her with a buzz cut. But her now, her hair is all nice and long and shiny and whatnot. I was like, yo, okay, girl. (laughs) You better come up. So, yeah. You also see him, and you also see that last Facebook post. But I actually found it in its, like, most recent time. So, it's, like, in those five years ago when it was, like, the day after she posted it. But, yeah, it's it's there. And if you go to the Facebook page, it's still there. So, you'll see all of that on my Instagram, on Soapbox Off. You'll see it there. Feel free to follow me at, for every episode. I'll pretty much post it there, uh, uh, kind of like a prep into what I will talk about for the week. But yeah, I'm so glad that you liked it again. I also want to say thank you so much for being my uh, co-host slash my reaction bearer <laughs> for this surprise I will agree. that I have. I'm going to tell your people not to judge me off my reaction, please. <laughs> Listen, I don't want them to ju- not to judge me for laughing because no, I was really laughing at you because you like say what now? Mm-hmm. You sound like somebody's daddy. <laughs> like if you don't get this thing out of my face, 
<laughs> so I just want to say thank you so 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 much. Mm-hmm. You gave me so much, and this was definitely fun to talk about. I hope that this won't be the last. I hope that you enjoyed this so much that maybe you wouldn't mind coming again sometimes if people like this and I make this kind of like a thing. But yeah. Yeah. I- I'm down. But uh Woo! well where before you go again i just want to let you uh have this you know floor to tell them where they can find you in all your platforms well you can find me on my podcast hey yo i got something to say you find it wherever podcasts are found you can also find me on youtube.com backslash dj squid and you can find me on mixcloud.com backslash squid three. You spell squid S Q W I D. Well, thank you very much, Squid. You know, mom, don't judge me. <laughs> she won't, she won't. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that was so much fun. I hope that you guys enjoyed it. It was such a blast to do this with DJ Squid. Again, please make sure that you like, follow, and subscribe. If you haven't already, feel free to give me as much feedback as possible. Hopefully it is constructive criticism. And feel free to follow my Instagram page, Soapbox Off. There will be other platforms as it is a work in process since this is still a growing podcast. So bear with me. But again, yes, True Crime Tuesday. Such a blast. Okay, soapbox off.